Well, habits, they make a difference. They're either your friend or your foe in your life, in your relationships, and certainly in your marriage. We're continuing uh, our discussion we had from a week or so ago on the power of healthy habits in marriage. Habits are things that we do. Frankly, they become a routine in our life, and sometimes we don't even think about them. It could be as simple as learning to tie your shoe when you were kids. Remember? Took some time. Now it's a habit. You don't think much about it. And uh, we want to develop the right kind of positive habits in our marriage that just become a part of uh, who we are and how we connect in our marriage in a positive way. And so we welcome your comments on our storyline at 888 we got some great callers we're going to get to here in just a moment as well as we talk about the power of healthy habits, healthy habits. Intentional living has two things to it. It's uh, setting the right kind of intention, our goals, our aims, our direction. Boy, there's a whole lesson there. And then the second piece is then having the right supportive kinds of daily actions or habits, actions in the habits, doing things until they become a positive habit in our life. And when, it, and when that happens, it can change our life. All right? That's what uh, the kind of positive habits can do in your marriage. Hi, my name is Jane, and my story is um, my husband and I have been married for 42 years, and every anniversary we celebrate by renewing our vows with a party, and we get into our wedding clothes, and we also um, play some special songs that were very special to us when we first got married and then throughout the years. And we also have one of our guests be the pastor who does the renewal of the vows. So that's what we've been doing. And uh, it's lots of fun. And uh, it's interesting to see how our wedding clothes fit differently every year. (laughs) And our kids and our other family members are invited. Every year we have different people attending the wedding anniversary except for our own family members. Well, thank you. God bless you. Bye. All right. Hey, listen, I chuckle about the, the clothes. They either have to pull them in or push them out, right? And uh, some of you who are old enough or mature enough can remember the leisure suits. Maybe you still have that. That was a bad era, I tell you. Uh, all right. We're talking about habits in in, uh, in marriage today. Let's, let's get to the calls. Going to Arizona, we have Renee on the line first. Hey, Renee, how you doing? Good. How are you doing today? Good, good. What's a, what's a habit that's working for you in your marriage? Well, my husband and I have been married for 39 years, and we realized we just recently went through a communication class at our church, hmm. and we realized that when we have an issue that we discuss, we're always forming uh, how we're going to fix it before we get into the conversation, so we'd be interrupting each other. And we learned through the class that we needed to just stop and just listen till the other person, till that person is done talking, and then you know just say, "What can I do for you?" Ask the question, "What can I do for you?" Instead of trying to fix it, because we both realized we were trying to fix each other, and that didn't work. Yeah. So, um, so now we're we're putting that in practice, and it's working. So, what difference has it made? What difference has it made? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, we're able to be more calm about uh, our issues. I think we're resolving issues a lot easier instead of, you know, just because before we wouldn't, um, we both seemed like we would get hurt in some way or another because the other person was trying to fix the other person and it just wasn't working. So this way we're resolving problems in, in a calm way and it's just 
Right. <laughs> That's good. That's a great habit. You know, it's, it says be a swift listener and a slow speaker. Uh, and a swift anything means I'm I'm really intentional about it. And listening is is a great um, great gift to our spouse. Something I need to be reminded of. Thank you, Renee. Appreciate. It. Let me go to Carlos um, in Arizona as well. Hi, Carlos. How are you today? Uh, I'm doing well. Thank you. Good. Good. What's a habit in your marriage? Well, having our marriage is of, you know, prayer. Um, uh, it breaks down to where, you know, the argument may be heated and, and you get hot under the collar and it's like, Lord, help us. And it was like, okay, where can we, where can we come to this? And so it was like, let's bring it to our father. Let's get on our knees. Let's go to him. Let's get clear of mind. Let's get some patience and then speak about the situation instead of being locked into an area where I'm digging my feet in and, and this is how it is and this is what it's going to be. And it's not. And that, that he directs our path, you know. And so uh, so trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not your own understanding. and all your ways acknowledge him and he will direct your path. And so uh, I think that more so came to my, my from my son. It was the first scripture he learned. And it was like, wait a minute, let's incorporate that into this argument situations that we get into sometimes. And so prayer. And what difference has all this made in your marriage? Oh, uh, you know, going to the other room, I'm not talking to you. I'm, I'm going to go and go for a drive, uh, just uh, silence sometimes for, you know, for me sometimes it's just bad for sometimes a day I'd be so angry. And, And it was like, Lord, um, where does this come from? You know, where, where's the root of this anger and, and, and not being able to speak, you know, that this is my, this is the lady that you brought to me. This is your, your daughter. And, and I'm having a hard time making this communication because I, I, I need to, ch- I need to change. Yeah. And, 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 uh, prayer, it was, it was prayer, it was prayer for many different things for jobs or different things. It's like, well, why not incorporate that? for me and then help me in that aspect with my anger and, 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 uh, ability to be able to say, Hey, I am sorry. I am sorry for how I behaved. You know, please forgive me for my, you know, my, my hard headedness. And a tender spirit coming out of that, taking that emotion that we can have that can either become anger in our life or tenderness that moves toward, Reconciling, praying for, praying together—that's uh, that's yes. powerful. Amen. Thank you, Carlos. Appreciate your call. Okay. God bless you. Merry yeah. Christmas to you. Yeah. Merry Christmas to you too. We say Merry Christmas here, by the way. You may hear a Happy Holiday now and then, but it's it's still Merry Christmas, right? And even when I hear Happy Holidays, I think Holy Day. That's really what it is, as we celebrate uh, the birth of Christ. And uh, today, by the way, I want to speaking of. Uh, celebrating a birthday today is is uh the birthday of two really important people in my life number one is my daughter andrea because i was there the day she was born right um my my daughter's uh, birthday is today and by the way that's also she's married and it's also their wedding anniversary so she got married on on her birthday and the second person is this guy right over here stephen davis he's like 105 years old today Almost, not quite. <laughs> anyway, our producer here at Intentional Living today is his birthday. So happy birthday to you, Stephen. 
today as well. I'll tell you what, hang on, uh, Katie and Elaine. Uh, we'll be back with your calls in a moment. Let's take a quick break. We'll be back. We're talking about habits in marriage. This is Intentional Living with your host, Dr. Randy Carlson. Intentional Living is furnished by Parent Talk Incorporated and is made possible by the generous support of our listeners. This program is not a substitute for professional counseling, medical, financial, or legal advice. Intentional Living is not intended to be therapy by radio. We are Intentional Living, and we'll be right back. Sometimes setting goals is a struggle, but without goals, your life can easily get off course. In Dr. Randy's teaching, Intentional Living in Your Personal Life, you'll learn about the five essential areas of life and how setting goals and establishing healthy habits can get you back on track. If you missed your chance to give during our year-end fundraiser, you can give now and have your gift matched and doubled by generous friends of the ministry. And when you give, we'll automatically give you this month's exclusive teaching and other intentional living tools directly to your inbox. So don't miss your chance to have your gift matched. Give right now and you'll also receive the Year of Prayer and Purpose calendar, each month featuring listener stories, a prayer from scripture, and practical ways you can activate your faith. Your monthly support helps you live an intentional life for Christ. Call 888-888-1717 now or visit TheIntentionalLife.com. That's TheIntentionalLife.com. And we appreciate it. Thank you so much for taking time to be a part of our, our ministry. We're doing this together. That's great. All right, Katie, are you there in California? Yes. How are yes, you I'm today? I, I hear I hear How are you? I hear some kids in the background. Yeah, I'm a school counselor and so the kids are at PE right now, so I just walked outside. Oh, fantastic. So um how long have you been doing that, Katie, doing counseling? Um, two years. Have you been enjoying it? Yeah, I love it. It's just my purpose in life that God put me on this earth for is just kids and to speak truth into them. Boy, I imagine you see some real challenges today, don't you, with kids and families? Oh, yes. Yeah. It's, it's real challenging because just a lot of kids have to deal with divorce and it just gets really nasty and they're hurting the kids. They're not, they're not hurting the spouse, they're hurting the kids. So, yeah, just yeah, making our marriages stronger with God. Yeah, that's, that is critical. What have you learned? What's helped you in your marriage? Um, just being positive and smiling and making jokes because, you know, just not being a humbug in the marriage because <laughs> when your spouse comes home, they don't want more negativity. The world is already negative as it is. It's just being right. that positive light for your spouse so that they have a place to come to and they just have what my mom always taught me was a soft place to fall because, yes, you go to God, but God placed a spouse in your life to be that person to help you along the way and not always have to feel like, oh, am I going to see a negative spouse today? Yeah. Well, that makes a difference. Listen, the Bible says, um, you know, a happy spirit is like good medicine. Um, yes. Living a positive life in terms of having that smile and positivity and really impacting yes. another person uh, is good medicine. We'd rather be around yes. someone who's I up work. and positive than someone who's negative yep. and taking us down. Correct, yeah. That's a great question. Do you want to come home to a a, what does the Bible say about dripping water? Now, that's for men, too. I know it says women, but it, it, men can do the same thing, uh, create that kind of problem in our, in our marriages, right? Correct. And also, I always think of honeycomb to the soul, just the kind words and being gracious. 
Yeah, that's powerful. All right, well, I'll let you get back to the kids. Thank you for listening today, okay. Katie. Thank you so much. Thank you. Glad to be here and glad to be on the air in California. So she's listening there and she's helping the kids. You can hear them in the background. That takes a real gift, doesn't it? All day long, being with little kids and blessing them and encouraging them. That's, that's good. All right, uh, let me go to Elaine. Elaine, how are you doing? I'm well, thank you. Good. And where are you listening today? I'm in Connecticut. Where are you? I'm in Tucson. Oh, okay. Yep. I, and I bet you we're warmer here than you. I bet you are. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Well, I'm glad you're listening. Are you listening online? I'm listening on Alexa. Oh, fantastic. Well, we have friends that listen on Alexa, listening to the radio stations, also listening to our podcast. So I'm glad you found us. So what have you learned about uh, habits in marriage? Well... I'll start, I'll go backwards. One thing I say to my husband now and then, did you take your happy pills? <laughs> and what that means is back in 1987, uh, he was um, given the raw deal of a depression, bipolar. Mm-hmm. And back in 1987, there were no support groups, believe it or not, or anything like that. Now, of course, you could, find many, thank God for that. And um, uh, it was like, it's like cancer. When people had cancer, they would whisper, cancer, cancer. And depression is basically the same thing even now. It's um, not a very, in some ways, respected disease. How could that be? I can't see it in your brain, but your brain is part of your body and your brain is sick for some reason. Uh, but with medication, uh, and good, good doctors and counselors, you get through it. We've had, he's doing fine with medication. We've had good times, bad times, but I, I was, we were out recently and we're married 58 years. We were out recently yeah. and, uh, I said, oh, oh my goodness, did you take your happy pills? And this man in front of us, I don't know where he was, he was hysterical. Because I know he knew exactly what I was talking about. But that's how I've been getting through it. Now, not all the time. I'm not, not, I'm not that great. Not all the time. But on occasions, it really works. It really, really works. So um, that's kind of um, my message right now. And I think you said in one of the, when you were interviewing somebody else, what did you do today that would make a better day tomorrow or something like that? Yeah. Well, this call is what I'm doing today for tomorrow. So if anyone's out there, this is since 1987. It is 2023. We're good. We're together. Like I said, bad times and good times, but keep the humor in it. Mm, That's powerful. Thank you for your call. And thanks to Alexa for letting you join us with the power of uh, technology today there in uh, beautiful Connecticut. And uh, we're here in Tucson, Arizona, our headquarters. And, of course, uh, we're heard all across the country on a network of radio stations uh, and also online around the world through our podcast. And we have one purpose, one purpose, to, to learn to care about what matters most. If your marriage matters most, why be miserable? What can you do? What one thing could you do in the next 30 days that would bring to your marriage a more hope, 
more of God's intention for your relationship, for caring for each other. Simple things that you can do, even though you don't feel like it. Good habits don't always have to connect to feeling like it. Come on. I don't always feel like eating the healthy stuff I'm supposed to eat. My wife reminds me you should have more of those vegetables. I said, oh, I had more than you think. Well, she said, no, I don't think you did. So, But I have to do it anyway, right? Because I know it's the right thing to do. And developing the kind of habits, even sometimes when we're not feeling, we don't just do it because we feel like it. We do it because it's the next right one thing to do because we're followers of Christ. So caring about what matters most and then learning to declutter what matters least in our life. Let's take a break. We'll be back with more on intentional living. Don't go away. What habits do you know that maybe you've kept private that you know that are not honoring to God and certainly not beneficial to yourself? Because habits can either be an addition to our life or it can be a subtraction from our life. An excerpt from the lesson this month, we're talking about intentional living in your own personal life. And habits are one of the two things we focus on. So the program today is really a reminder of this. And I go into more detail on how how habits are developed. You realize there are things in habits formation that are really powerful to understand, like triggers. What triggers a certain response in your life? Have you noticed it in your marriage? There are certain triggers that set you off. A word, a time, a look can either be a positive thing or a negative thing in your relationship. Triggers. And then there's always a response. There's where we get into habit formation. But here's what they found in all the research, all the research done on habits. If you don't have that craving or desire, the right kind of desire, you're not going to develop a habit. I mean, if you don't have a great desire for broccoli, you're probably not going to develop a habit of overeating broccoli. But if you have a... Well, if you have yourself a desire to eat a lot of sugar and you find yourself with Oreo cookie bag, hello, uh, you can eat more than one cookie or chip or whatever it may be. And so when there's a desire, it grows. And even the Bible talks about if we delight ourselves in the Lord, what does the scripture say? If we delight in him, he'll give us the desires of our heart. And so as our desires change, right? then uh, what we find is it's easier to develop habits and make them permanent. When our desire is to please Christ, honor our spouse, and have a happy home, when that becomes so important in our lives, the habits to make that happen are a lot easier to develop. You can join us with your comment. What do you think? Do you agree, disagree? What's a habit that's worked for you? 888-888-1717. Sharon in Topeka, Kansas, and one intentional thing that my husband and I did in our marriage is we made a commitment never to walk away from each other mad, that if we got mad at each other, we would agree to talk about it when we cooled off, but we wouldn't walk away just mad and not resolve the issue. Listen, we talk about marriage a lot here at Intentional Living. It's the most important of our human relationships. Really? Right. And so we make it a point to get out on the road from time to time with what we call a date night. It's an experience of two, two and a half hours or so where we just unpack what does it mean to be intentional in your marriage. We have a lot of fun. We laugh. We learn. But we take 
We take it seriously because I want you to leave that night with one thing that you can do in your marriage that'll make a difference. And uh, we we had a great conference um, not long ago in Albuquerque. It sold out three weeks early. I'm sorry for those of you that we had to turn away because we didn't have any more space. And so we're going to be moving that conference to um, Michigan next uh, as we take our little tour this year. And we're going to be in the new uh, 93.1 area of Detroit Metro, my hometown where I grew up as a little boy, and uh, out there in Berkeley, 12 Mile and Woodward. But anyway, I'll be in Auburn Hills. That's coming up on uh, the Saturday nights, uh, uh, March, March the 2nd. But on the, on the 1st, on Friday night, we're going to be over in East Lansing, uh, Michigan. So in the Lansing area, mid-Michigan, and then over in Metro Detroit, March 1, March 2, Tickets are going to be available soon. Uh, we have limited space available, and I'll be telling you once the tickets are available. All right, just giving you a heads up to circle those dates. Uh, for Southeast Michigan, that'll be the 2nd of March, and then mid-Michigan, Lansing area, um, will be there on the 1st for an intentional love marriage date night. Talking about habits, developing habits, habits that can change your life. They can't. Let's go to... Kay, who's next um, in Michigan, speaking of that, uh, what's a habit that's been helping you in your marriage, Kay? My husband um, would get frustrated and vent when he was angry. And um, in the beginning of our marriage, it would let that, you know, upset me and it would escalate to arguments. But after a while, I started um, just being still and being quiet and not letting his frustration and anger work me up mm. and um it made a big difference in our marriage interesting similar to what kim was saying in other words you took it you chose to not respond in kind to what he what he would do and and what happened when you started to do that in your marriage um well he would um apologize afterwards and then we were able to talk about it so it was more of a you know calm talking rather than it just changed our communication, and it just made a big difference. And about how long has you have you been doing this in your marriage now? Um, well, we've only been married for ten years, so um, like eight years now. So it's okay. just it's like we're adults. <laughs> Not. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're all grown up now, right? <laughs> yeah. You know, listen. We talk about the first seven years of marriage statistically are the most difficult, and most marriages that end in divorce—not all, obviously—but most that do yeah. tend to in the first seven years because you can't get through some of these battle points. And what you decided to do is say, "Hey, this isn't working. We're past the honeymoon now. We're a couple years into the marriage, and you decided to be a little more quiet and silent and, and let him kind of stew in his frustration." And he woke up to the—he probably heard himself thinking, "Hey, I don't have anybody to argue with anymore." Yes. Yeah. And so you, how would you characterize your marriage today, Kay? Well, just is we both have just um, learned how to communicate rather than fight. Mm. And um, it's just, it's a, the biggest thing is it's a peaceful home for our children and setting a better example. As soon as, even now, he still will get upset, but even now when he does, it's like, I'm just quicker to recognize it, and um, it's just, it's a more peaceful home environment, and we're able to, it's just a better marriage all around. Gets upset and says things that push my buttons or make me feel like I want to stand up for my rights. It's like, nope, 
now is not the time. He's too he's too upset. We'll wait yeah. till things are calm. Building habits. Thank you. Appreciate the call and uh, habits that are making a difference in life. Uh, and when we when we choose to do the next right one thing and be intentional in that, it changes it changes everything. I've seen it in my own life, my own marriage, my family, my relationships. It can happen to you too. All right, got time for one more. JC in Michigan talking about habits. Um, what's working for you? Um. Well. Before, when I would get angry, I would hold it in, um, just kind of let it build up. I wouldn't want to talk about it. Um, And my husband could always sense that something was wrong. So lately, I've been working on sitting down and talking to him about how I'm feeling, even Mm. if it's something little that he wouldn't think is important. If it's bothering me, um, I'll talk to him about it. He can help me through it, and it's helped us be able to open up with each other more. Wow. Um, yeah. So, so did you hold back? You just felt like it wasn't worth sharing it or wasn't that important? Yeah, or it was silly or something I shouldn't be emotional about, you know, so I would just kind of hold it in, and but then it would bug at me and I would just be grumpy the whole day and he would be like, what is bothering you? <laughs> you know, and, and finally I just realized I'll tell him and he will either just hold me if I start to cry or we'll talk through it and, or he'll say, yeah, I know what you mean. That would bother me too. Or so it's it's what difference has it made in your marriage? Um, well we can open up to each other more, even on a day to day basis. Um, little things that, you know, will be like, Oh, well that bothers me when you, when you do that or, um, Oh, that's, I love it when you do that or something. It's Mm -hmm. easier to share those little things. um, And it just kind of brought us closer together. That's good. So you've you've developed a love habit to be short accounts. If you got an issue, bring it out, get it on the table and discuss it. Yeah. 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 And even if it's my own issue that, you know, has nothing to do with him, if it's drama with a friend or whatever, I can talk to him about it. and, And, and then it's not just building up inside of me and he's, he's able to help. So. It's that's been great. Good. That's good. Oh, that's great. Thank you, JC. Appreciate that call from uh, from Michigan uh, today. We got about a minute left here, Stephen, and uh, I'm putting you on the spot here as our producer. You're sort of, you know, this is a big day for you. You've turned 105 today, <laughs> and Susan is much younger than I. Am. Yeah. Okay. So, what's the habit that's working in your marriage? Well, I, without going into too many details, Susan's been going through a clinical trial lately. And that's obviously caused some, yeah, some, we've some been tensions and, and whatnot. And uh, I've often thought that sarcasm was one of my spiritual gifts. But, <laughs> uh, but I'm finding out that she has less patience for my sarcasm. And so I am huh? doing my very best to, to not be sarcastic anymore. And I mean, I do, I do it in a fun way. I'm not mean. But even, I just have to, I just have to cool my jets when it comes to my, my humor. Interesting. So in your case, it's eliminating a habit. What have you replaced it with? Are you still working on that? I'm still working on it. All right. That's uh, that's the afterglow of our program today. We can help you develop a good one. Listen, you know, there are things that we can do that can bother our spouse and not even be aware of it. it makes me think when I get home today, i got to ask Donna, because we've been married a long time. What are some habits? Oh, boy. This is a dangerous question. i got to think about this. What are some habits or one habit that you think I should uh, work on to change in our marriage? Wow. That's getting pretty vulnerable, huh? Got to run. Thanks for being a part of it, Jennifer and Stephen. 
uh, and the team. Thank you for your support and prayers for Intentional Living. I'm Dr. Randy. We'll see you next time right here from our Intentional Living Center. Have a great day.